This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. Dear judge for the People's Choice Podcast Awards, we love you. I mean, really, really love you. You are so handsome and or pretty. You smell like a spring day and also quite the snappy dresser. We know you have impeccable taste. After all, why wouldn't you? Anything you need, anything at all, just holler and we'll come a-running. We hope you also are recognized for your incredible achievements and brilliance. Love, hugs, and kisses, all of us here at Funny People Talking. Oh, and on a totally unrelated, completely random note, it would be just terrific if you could find it in your heart to vote for us. Funny People Talking. Thank you. We love you. I'm Steven Sharp Jr. I am a digital content creator and wardrobe stylist, and I would rather have my teeth extracted over and over and over again, rather than listening to funny people talking. Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to Funny People Talking. Oh my gosh, hey, Mark. Hey, you know what this is? What? This is me really tired and just trying to be super energetic and entertaining. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. How you doing? What show is this? Oh, it's Funny People Talking. (laughs) Oh, great. I'm Mark Rako. Oh, cool. Hey. You're Danielle Beckman. I am Danielle Beckman. And over there, you're our producer, Elsie. Hi. Hi. Elsie, she's like Cher. No last name. Yeah. That's right. And our guest. Our guest has... Multiple names. That's, that's right. Well, our our guest is Stephen Sharp. Yes, Junior. Uh, excuse me, Stephen Sharp Junior. Aha! Indeed, we would not want people to think it was your dad in the room. No, can't be. No, 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 no. Stephen Sharp Junior in the house, sitting in here. He is a wardrobe stylist he is a content creator digital content creator yeah. and uh and so much more and uh and a f- yes. rather flashy gentleman i might say with his multicolor scarf fall colors yes like to me. i'm getting a little model-esque vibe oh, today yes. oh hey oh, yes. i i feel as if and i hope you will not be insulted by this humorous observation okay i feel as if <laughs> if a 1970s uh, uh, airline, the flight attendants were doing a Thanksgiving promotion. That's the scarf they would wear. I knew you were going with Really? <laughs> I knew where you were going with this. The minute you said airline, I was like, I'm a flight attendant, aren't I? I know it. You're it's, a Thanksgiving flight attendant. <laughs> the best kind of flight attendant. What I love, though, is I love me. is the listener, our lovely audience, I imagine that is literally what they're picturing right there. I yes. hope so. so. Well, so now um, when you listen on funnypeopletalking.com, you can see the selfie of us and you can That's see right. the scarf. It's going right. to make the cut. I want to know. Absolutely. We're going to take a photo. Uh, reach out to us, everybody. <laughs> 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 and let us know how close we came to your expectations. Yeah, and maybe anyway. we'll link to the scarf so you can purchase it and then Steven maybe Wouldn't that be great? So great. We need, I hope we need it's a... still available. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Amazing. It, it's been 50 years. <laughs> yeah, 1970s. Um, anyway, Welcome to the show, Stephen. We're very happy you're Thank here with you. us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so coming up on the show, 
I actually don't know what we're going to be doing. I have no agenda items. Um, there might be some oh, well, things Daniel has to talk I about. Do. I know. Thank goodness, someone came prepared. Cool. I blew all of them on my last on the last episode. Yeah. So uh, just yep, yep, yep. I yapped away. Went through my list. Well, you uh, were talking I was, and you were funny. Congrats. I'm a people. And you are people. Uh, anyway, there there was a. Uh, commercial in the 70s i think it might have been the 80s uh for i think it was Pe- people bank or something like that uh-huh. it was i'm a people oh <laughs> and it was something like that and it would be like i'm a people and then you hear this ah, like angelic singing it was the dumbest commercial but decades later i remember it so yeah and not so the bank sounds like it's thriving no <laughs> yeah <laughs> Not so much. Now dead people. Research be funny. I see dead people. Uh, anyway, yeah, Mark. It sounds like and you're then holding we're it together. An Great. And then we're gonna learn more about Stephen uh, than we've already learned. And uh, then guess what? End of show food. So it sounds. I'm gonna. I'm excited. I am excited too. So, uh, but before yeah, all that happens, I do have a question for you. What, Mark? I do. Yeah. What is um, it? I was quite surprised by something. What? What do I have to explain now? <laughs> I uh, Every show. Every time I walk in, he has a question. <laughs> what? Can't I just walk in in peace? I know. Well, it's so funny. Elsie never asked me these questions. Well, it's funny. She accepts me as who I am. You, yeah. you say that because that's actually what the question is. I didn't really understand mm-hmm. why you rolled in. Yeah. Actually in a barrel of peas. Yeah. So you came in in peas. I did. I know. And I. this is very unusual. Did you not know it's International Pun Day? No. Yeah, it's literally International Pun Day today. And so I was going with the saying, I come in peace. And so I decided to be entrenched, entrenched in peace. I come in peace. That's awesome. I come in peace. That's really, that's really, that's yeah. really fun. And they're green, which aliens are green. Aliens usually say I come in peace. You know, it just, it all worked out. Which is great because now you're on a podcast. I am. See, it keeps going. Finally, you catch peace on in a pod. to International Pun Day. Nice. Not to be confused with other International Pundit Day. That's a different day. <laughs> <laughs> also, I did bring my turtle, my, the ghost of my turtle, in oh, case you were wondering. Oh, Buster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for He lives in my terrarium right here. Oh, that's, that's right. How lovely. So, that's right. He <laughs> does like, on he this one. Does not eat peas anymore. <laughs> I, I well, no, because he's. So. He, Mark, he's gone. Okay? I know. I'm, Do we have to bring this up? No, I, sorry. I just. <laughs> No, I'm over it. I've, that's what therapy was for. <laughs> Literally over so it. So I'm just sitting here in peace and thank you, You're welcome. Mark. Peace and thank you. Peace and thank you. <laughs> or as we used to say on stage when we were trying to pretend whisper, peas and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and yeah. carrots, peas and carrots. Oh. So when we're on stage from afar, like in the ensemble of a musical, you'd be like, peas and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and carrots. That's so fun. There's also another one that you're supposed to say. What is it? It's like soda watermelon. pop bottle. Watermelon. Watermelon, so, watermelon, watermelon. I thought watermelon. it was like um, soda pop bottle, soda pop bottle, soda pop, something like that, I think. Oh, yeah. Along those lines. Um, soda pop bottle. That's hard to say, though. Yeah, I don't know. You got to have skill. <laughs> Ouch. You got to be like the best ensemble person. That's right. That's right. The, uh, uh, the elite 
the elite ensemble. So anyway, uh, well, thank you for that. Uh, I'm just very peaceful. You are. What were you going to ask? Full of bees. Oh, do you want my... um? Wait, I have an idea. Yes. Why don't you give us a nerd tip? Nerd tip coming at ya. Just the tip. Nerd tip. This nerd tip is in honor of our guest because is it our actually guest, Stephen Sharp Jr. Stephen Sharp Jr. Is it still Leo season, my it friend? It is still Leo By season. By the time this comes out, it might not be. <gasps> However, I know that you love your zodiacs. <laughs> I do. So I do a nerd tip every episode, and I decided to research um, some the the I found the six nerdiest zodiac signs. Okay. Um and. You, my friend, are not on there. What? However, Wait, I know. Can, can I, how many zodiac signs are there all together? Twelve? Twelve. So half of half them of are them. nerdy. Yes. Enough okay. to put on a list. So Aries, Gemini, Cancer, Libra, Sagittarius, and Capricorn. I am a Gemini, but I'm also almost a Cancer. I'm cuspy. So mm, both. I'm cuspy, Libra, uh, Libra, Virgo. Um, Libra, are you on here? Yes. Le- yeah, but, but only really the Libra is a nerd. I'm but so why sorry. Why is Virgo on there? I'm a, I'm a Libra, but I'm close to Virgo. So. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I'm I'm a, cam- a Cancer Gemini cusp. So essentially for Gemini, which is my true sign, it says Gemini might not be anything other than a nerd. Remember the pens in the pocket? That's Gemini. She... <laughs> Nonplussed I wish by my your expression observations. could translate into sound right now. <laughs> and why? Okay, okay. They're talking about pocket protectors. And then for cancer, because, you know, cancers are known as, like, the social um, outgoing. They say that cancers are the ones to, like, potentially bake a batch of Darth Vader cookies and invite everyone over. Um, so it's, like, this cute way to relate your sign to being a nerd. However, I find it interesting that your sign is not on there, and it means you're just too cool. Oh. See, I'll take that. And that makes sense to me. I'm actually okay with that. <laughs> that makes sense to me. I mean, look at the scarf. Oh, we've already talked but about I was the literally scarf. just talking to someone else before I got here, and she was like, I was bored. And she's a, she's a Leo, too. And she was like, I was bored, and I just decided to see if I could name all of the states. And I was like, now I really want to name all the states. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, maybe you are a nerd then. (laughs) Okay, this astrology thing is out the window. much more like someone who's maybe had a couple puffs. I'm not saying she did. I'm simply saying... I didn't mean that she did. I'm simply saying that it's like, you know, someone's just like, well, I really want to name them now. I totally like, want to name them, though. I like, we, st- I almost started reciting Which one should we start them. with? Okay, that's cute. You got to go in alphabetical order, too. Oh, I can't do that. Okay. No, I can't either. Elsie, no, what's your much. sign? Capricorn. Oh, so you just made the nerd list. But I'm not really. Well, oh, oh, can I read to you what it sure. says? It says, yeah. being nerdy is almost insulting when you're a Capricorn. But when you are a Capricorn, <laughs> you're usually wound so tight that you need the blissful escape. Ding, 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 oh, ding, ding, ding. Interesting. No. No. <laughs> oh, I think, I think the I nail head has been hit upon. Do I look wound? You look super relaxed. Yeah. But your response was spot on with this. I rest my nerd case. The nerd, end. Nerd tip segment over. Moving. It is. Guess what time it is to do? Um, Mark. Yes. Can you just start the show already? Thank, Thank you. you.
from the Mouth Media Network studios in New York City, and from the same people who brought you Monkey Radio with Mark, this is Funny People Talking with Mark Rako, Danielle Beckman, and Elsie. everybody, funny people talking. Just in case you weren't sure what show you were listening to and we had to remind you. You clicked uh, on the right one. This is it. It's us. Uh, we're here with Stephen Sharp Jr. Who hey. should be with the greatest scarf in the world. And we shall uh, eventually uh, learn more about him and his bad self. I have no idea what that means. I just felt like saying it for some right, reason. I'm just going to let you go with it. I'm, I'm, I'm very <laughs> glad. Just, just let him. So, Elsie. Uh, <laughs> What's going on with you? I haven't talked to you in a while. What's happening? What are you doing with yourself? Like, like when it's the weekend. Yeah. How do you spend the weekend? Yeah, like what do you do on the weekend? What do you do? Same as everyone else. Well, well I don't what, know that that's true. What yeah. does everyone else do? Errands and chores. Oh. Um, what would be like an errand for Elsa? <laughs> we were thinking brunch. Sorry. Oh, absolutely. Grocery shopping for the week. Yeah. Where do you go grocery shopping? Like somewhere fun like Trader Joe's or like eh? – um, I go to two or three different places depending on what I want. Oh. Yeah. And where I am. Farmer's Market maybe. That's pretty good. Oh, summer. that's nice. Yeah. When you go to the Farmer's Market, what, what do you most like to get at a Farmer's Market? Tomatoes. Yeah, why? Because tomatoes in the grocery store don't taste like anything. Yeah. That's what so do you make true. with tomatoes? You, Everything. Like I what? can. You can? Um. Well, you know, sauce and salads and oh, I think that tomato like you pie. Can them, like canning. Wait, tomato pie? Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I said it just to make it up. Yes, I do. Well, I don't know. You make I've like never a seen crust? it with a tomato uh-huh. pie, so yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, it is good. What's the difference between a tomato pie and a pizza? A lot. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I don't know. That's a really simple answer. <laughs> Why? A lot. I'm sorry. That's a great punchline. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I'm not apologizing for laughter. This is funny people talking. That's right. Damn it. Um, Okay. You know, dough that's flat with sauce and cheese and toppings, and a tomato pie is a crust Mm. that's like like got a like a pie dish, not a flat thing. And then you've got your layers of tomatoes, and then you put in the seasonings and, yeah. and other stuff. Do you do like a lattice um, on top of more crust? You can if you've got time or if you feel like it. Okay. It tastes the same whether you do or not. I've never had But it's good. That. It's savory. It's good. It's good for vegetarians too. Cool. See, not everyone does that on the weekend. So like see, we well, got like, to a unique point. I like point. food so I cook. That's great. Stuff like that. And then the chores, you know, typical laundry, clean the bathroom, vacuum, garbage like that. The top ten hits, really. Can yeah. I just tell weekend. you, this Things is so going to be the top, one of the most listened to episodes Well, you asked me, and it's not uh, funny. Uh, so. Okay. So, <laughs> so, Danielle. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> okay. Danielle. Mark, what do yes. you mean? I want to know on? what's going on with you. What's going on with what's, me? What's the latest weirdness in your life? The latest weirdness? Yeah. I'm not saying your life is weird or you're weird. I'm saying what's happened that's been like made you go, what? When's the last time you were walking outside and you saw something and you just went, man, New York is crazy. Uh, Well, remember that time 
that I was talking about how I put out my computer monitor and then as I was walking down my stoop, I literally went to put my computer. Did I talk? No, Do you know the story? No, this is new. Okay. I. Okay. We're going to rewind because I went to go put my computer monitor a few months ago yeah. out on my stoop. Not yeah. this brand new monitor that a friend of mine oh, no. just gave to me. A different monitor. No, why would you put a new monitor on the stoop? <laughs> Right? It's an old one, weird HDMI, old school hookup. Anyway, so I walked out. And this is New York, y'all. Y'all, this is so New York, okay? So I'm walking down the stairs, and I'm, like, carrying the monitor. And I'm about to set it down on the bottom stoop with a little sign that says, free, take me. And a human across the street yells, hey, yo, are you giving that away? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. I haven't even said it out. The yeah, science is free except for people across the street. No, so. but this guy was just like, oh, uh, can I look at the hookup? I might need that. And I'm this like, is such good timing. I was just coming out to look and see if there are any free monitors on the street. No, he was just like walking down the street. I live not far from Ample Hills Ice Cream Where? and um, some other fun hits. Um, and he was it. probably walking that way. Oh, my gosh. It was one of those New York moments where I barely even put the junk on the street and the person already took it. Mm -hmm. I just loved that. I thought that was hilarious. And I got to give this person monitor. Anyway, then um, just this past week, I decided there were too many clothes in my room. So I just took a bunch of them and put them in Trader Joe's bags. And I put them outside. And I went to go do my laundry. And by the time I came back, they were gone, too. So, Ooh, hey. That's not cool. No, I gave them away. Why didn't you just donate them to charity or whatever? As opposed to just. I'm sure whoever came by needed them. Yeah. yeah. See, we got a For head sure. shake from Absolutely. Steven. Yeah. Maybe, maybe someone came by and said, oh, tax deduction. Although you can't really anymore. So. No, I mean, honestly, I would have gotten probably $6 from Buffalo Exchange. <laughs> With if all that. those clothes. Yeah, I'm talking if like that. Mets shirts. Uh, and well, well there $3. I had one skirt that was cute. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I was really glad because I had a feeling that someone needed them. So well, that's cool. Yeah, so I don't know if any of this is weird because I wasn't planning on talking about this, but hey. Okay. Was but there you something know, you were planning on talking about? Well, no, I didn't want to talk about something weird. I wanted to talk about just the whole idea of um like being a creative in New York and the idea oh. of casting. Oh, casting. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm so I don't know if you know this, Steven or listeners, uh, maybe because I've talked about it before, but I am starring in a short film at the end of the year that I'm also executive Ooh. producing. And thank you. And we are in the casting process right now for the, the two supporting leads that come alongside my character. Mm -hmm. And so I have a casting director and we got to do some callbacks yesterday and it was really, really great, actually, because I don't know. It actually almost felt a little bit like a funny people talking episode in one of the one of the callbacks. I'm not kidding, because what we achieve, what we strive for on this show is for you to leave um, delighted and leave in a filled up place more than when you walked in. And I, I have yeah. to say that those guys that we were um auditioning especially one of them who's he's more of a cabaret performer theater performer mm -hmm. um i i i pulled out a performance of him that i think he wasn't even expecting and he left 
with more confidence. He was just like, this was amazing. I'm like, this was a callback, you know? And that's kind of always the way that, but like <laughs> not all callbacks are like that at all by any means, you know? Um, sometimes people speed through them. Sometimes you get paired up with someone who has no idea how to act, like, mm -hmm. and they dra drag you, you down. You, yeah. yeah. And so I, they got to read with me because I was already cast as the lead actor. And then not only that, but the casting director, she's a pro. She's wonderful. She let me kind of lead some of the direction. So I was like, okay, in this scene, your character is actually this, this, and this, and the transition is this, this, and this. And then I got to see whether they took direction or not. And then if I saw a little glimpse of something, I would pull it out even more. Um, so, But we already went through rounds where they submitted things on tape, and then uh, yesterday was meeting in person. So, And I have to say, meeting people in person is different than um, getting those on-tape submissions. So, hey, any it's actors listening out there? You can do – try to be the most authentic uh, version of yourself on tape because the more authentic you are, the the more that you'll pop. But it's hard. It's hard to decipher. Uh, we've talked about this piece of advice that I had in the past, which I, has stuck yeah. with me, which is the idea that you just absolutely – and this is true in business too. You You must always try to be you. It sounds so basic, but so many actors yeah. come into an audition uh, or people come into a job interview. Yeah, even or job people interviews. Come into a sales call and they try to be what they think the other person needs or wants them to be. Mm -hmm. This is the biggest mistake you can make. Yep. You need to be the you you believe in. The you you. <laughs> the you you. You couldn't resist. The you you. Be the you you believe in, honey. The you you. The you you. No, I get and, that. And and because <laughs> if you guess wrong, yeah. What if you guess it's wrong? It's a misfire. And then people and are going to say, "Oh, that person act, is or yeah." You bad choices, or you're not the type. But if you if you do it in an, a truly real you mm -hmm. you way, you you, um, then. You may not be right for that part. Yeah. But boy, are you going to be awesome. And the, when someone needs someone that's like that, mm -hmm. don't you think you're going to be one of the first people they think of? Absolutely. And uh, and that's Ex the key. Exactly. That is well, the key. And speaking of the you, you, this person that I was speaking of uh, who was more of a theater person, he was on RuPaul. He was actually on one of the finalists in one of the seasons. And now he's doing uh, more stage acting. Um, obviously, he came in for this short film. So, uh, you know, and the now whether or not – I mean, none of the casting is decided, but whether or not he gets the role because, I mean, he was excellent. Um, whether or not he gets the role, anytime that I need him, Somewhat. he was so himself. He's, he's getting a call. Exactly. So, and and just a delight, a delightful a person. Advice so. for you. You know, you may not be an actor if you're listening, but you know, in business, even as a business, yes. your own business, you have to. Uh, okay, as a wardrobe stylist, Steve, yeah. we haven't gotten to this part of the story <laughs> yet, but as a wardrobe stylist, yeah, if you're trying to, I I, I imagine you're very versatile, but I'm saying. If if you if there's someone that wants to hire you and is just so far out of your lane in terms of really what you're good at, mm -hmm. eh, maybe you stretch yourself, maybe you try to give them what they want. 
But if it's truly just not your thing, you're just not really super good at that, it's hard to know whether or not you – maybe you make it happen, but if it's a misfire, they're going to just think you're not good at your job right. as opposed to uh, saying – yeah, As opposed to saying, um, you know what, this – this is not good for me, but I know someone who is. Mm. Or partnering with someone that is and making them a part of what you're doing. Or just passing on the business but saying, look, I don't do that, but if you need this, I'm your man. Then it may be tough to pass up that business, but then they know you come from a position of strength. And then when the time does come, they're going to know exactly what you do. Exactly. That is super important. And something that I hear a lot is the more specific that you get in either whether you're a writer, whether you are a stylist, whether you're an actor, the more specific you get, strangely, the more universal your your product, your your brand, your whatever becomes. Because the more... You are maybe, you know, maybe I talk about my story as an actor because I talk about how my grandmother went to UCLA and she was like one of the first women to wear pants in her class Mm -hmm. and this, that and the other. And that's a big reason why I became an actress. When people hear that, even though it's very me, they immediately find something in themselves and their own family about that. You know, it goes to confidence. It's the same reason that, Mm. you know bad boys might get the women because it's not because they're great people necessarily. It's because they're confident and nature programmed us to want to be with the leader of the pack. Yeah, so, we need those nice guys to get the confidence, okay? If yeah, you're listening, it. you better get up there, pull up your bootstraps, and get that confidence, you nice boys. Hey, Timmy, pull up your bootstraps. Hey, how did you know my boy is named Timmy? Uh, aren't all boys He's a nice guy. Name, Timmy? Go oh, yeah, that's right. Really Timmy nice is your boy. Yeah, Timmy is my boy, but he's got loads of confidence, honey. That's right. Don't he's let tall, Mark tell blonde, you otherwise. Water, Z. Uh, all right. Wow, survival of the most confident. All right, I think it's time. It it really just is simply time for an improv game. So, uh, what do you what do you say there, Stephen? Are you up for it? it. All right, I was thinking a really fun one for us to do is uh, we played it one time, and I think we liked it. And it's called Justify This. And, yeah, that's oh, fun. Danielle loved this game. Oh, I'm already I, a fan. She does. I can justify anything. So, there you go. There you go. <laughs> that's it. So that's all we're doing. Do, do you remember what the game is, Danielle? Uh, slightly, yeah. Tell me. Uh, it's where someone does something horrible and then they have to justify why it wasn't horrible. The sil- It's not like silver lining, is it? Can you repeat what it is? If I recall. So it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. I was hoping you Was it with me. Nicole? <laughs> was it with Scribbles by Nicole? Um, no. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, it was one of our first it, it was, episodes. It was, it was in the first bunch of episodes. But but basically, if I remember correctly, it can be anything we want. Damn it. It's our show. Yeah, let's do it. But the idea is you are given a scenario mm. that you then have to justify why it's okay. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, it is. It sounds right. Yeah, let's do it, Mark. So someone has to give a suggestion. Let's get it rolling. <laughs> now I'm questioning this, whether I've got this figured out. What if we should play a different game? Um. I thought I had this. I thought I had Elsie, this. Elsie, any remembrance? No. <laughs> that Elsie, she's awesome. Let me tell you. She's got, she's got the whole but thing I did, figured out. I thought of another thing I do on the weekend. 
What? What? Do you walk your cat? Now I clean the litter box. Thing. Okay, moving on. Uh, thank you. Uh, the the I know um, it was I can't believe she's been hanging on to that, looking for an end. Uh, oh my let's, lord! Let's. I, I know what I, I want to do. I wanna, okay, we're not I, doing. I, I, I want to play Un- celebrity answering machine. Okay, cool. So the idea is you're given a celebrity. Stephen's like, uh oh. And you know, you, <laughs> you, you, you should attempt an impression, but it's more about the content. Okay. And you have to leave what that what you believe that that celebrity's answering machine message. Uh, outgoing message. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Love so, um, why don't I'm going to start with Danielle, and oh, I'm great. going. I'm going to give you. I hope it's someone I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's um, really what I'm just hoping. For. I, well, well, I mean, that's you know, that's it's only fair, really. Um, I, I'm going to give you um, Richard Simmons. Okay. What's Richard Simmons' okay. outgoing message? It's celebrity. Answering machine. Oh, God. What's the timbre of his voice like again? <laughs> okay. I'm just going to go. He's very Such a thing to say. I'm just going to go. Um, wait, hold on. Hello. Long, long intentional pause. Ha ha. Sorry. I'm not actually here. I am working it out. Working it out. That's right. That's right. But you sound like you're trying to reach me. Hmm. You must be sad. Are your buns flabby? Sounds like it. Let's get them perky. Leave me a message and I'll call you back. Pump it and pump it and pump it and pump it. Sorry, I can't hear you through my sweatband. Wait, where's the button? Uh, bye. Click. That was brilliant. Well done. Everything this game should be. Well nice done. Thank you very much. Uh, what does he sound like again? Um, like that? Very high energy. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, not like he that. Doesn't he have like, catchphrases? Yeah, sweating to the oldies and deal a meal and all that. I don't know. Yeah, I could have if if was I was. We got, we if I was slightly older, I could have had more puns. We understood. But I'm it was. just too young. Um, <laughs> I'm just like so young. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So um, let's. How about you give Elsie one? Okay. Uh, <laughs> are you gonna hate me? Beep, I don't know. Am I? Beep, beep, yeah, you are. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Nicole Kidman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to choose a different one? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I can. I think maybe. Um. Ready? Beep. Hello. Yes. I am Nicole Kidman, and you've reached me. And I'm very busy because I'm in every movie. <laughs> being everything um so yeah i'll try to get back to you thanks hugs I, w- I was almost gonna do awesome. like a guitar riff in the background like keith was like, like keep this somewhere just that's, lurking right. in that's the my background. best australian that's, that's that was funny. really good good job i knew you were gonna do something like that that's great and then oh, it's gosh, beep uh hi nicole this is tom that's right um, you, yeah, no, not going there. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, Elsie, really why don't you give Mr. Steven a, uh, celebrity to do? Celebrity. I just hope I know them because I'm so bad. 
remembering who celebrities are. We'll we'll it's, we'll help you. Okay. Gilbert Godfrey. Who is that? Well, you don't know who that is? No. You probably do. Affleck. The thing is, he talks like this. He talks like this. Does he want to do it? No. Do no, you know I don't. what? I have no idea. Right. Who that um, is. Yeah, I I did it. I reviewed a documentary All of right, his actually. Let's see. It's pretty good. Someone it's called in, Gilbert. Uh, someone, Surprise. Someone in the arts. <laughs> in the arts. <gasps> How about Nathan Lane? He's got a very distinctive voice. He's in the arts. Do you know who that is? Well, Steven. <laughs> Get some um, culture. I'm trying. Do you want to give? How about? Do you know who Harvey Firestein is? No. Yeah. Oh my God. Maybe get away from like that. Um, I was trying to do like Broadway raspy, people that have older well, no. man voice. Well, Nathan Lane is very high energy, and, and yes. the other one's raspy. Okay, let's go um, movies. Do you know any wardrobe stylists? Maybe. Well, you knows. said art, so I'm thinking Broadway. Let's go movies. We live let's in go New York, stars. so hello. Okay. Okay. So let's so go good. movies. Okay. Movies. Okay, how about Jim Carrey? Oh boy, um, that's kind of fun. I know, but he's like, I don't even like him. I but know, but you this could is do like you could easy. do him like in the mask or something, the or mask, Ace Ventura, or Dumb and Dumber, you know. Like I, I don't somebody. know. I've never seen Stop those movies. Me. I'm. I'm just like so okay, young. Okay, okay, I got a nice. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so the, we're we're doing a tw- we're doing a, a twist. There's this game has um, alternate rules. I'm I, saying I so now because I'm the producer. No. So okay. yes, um, ma'am. You yes get to pick it, and we okay. have to guess who it is. Done. Oh, okay. Done. So leave the voicemail, or I mean, the, yeah, the make the voicemail, message. but don't say okay. hi. Don't this say, is so and so. Just say hi. You've reached whatever, and and give clues. Yeah. So then we got to guess you. I normally don't approve your twists, but I like this. Okay. I like all of Elsie's twists and turns. I've been actually working on an impression in the mornings just because it makes me happy. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. Okay. Let's leave the voicemail. But it's like people are going to hate me for this. No, no, no. Great. Come on. Do it. Yes, and. Here we go. Ready? Well, yes, and. Hello, you guys. I am just, you know, I'm just so away from my phone right now. I'm just like really busy. Um, but I'm just waiting for my sisters to come by. Um, and I just hope that you leave me a voicemail. And yeah, thank you guys. Just make sure you follow me on Instagram and you like and subscribe, guys. Bye. <laughs> Chloe Kardashian? Yeah, the Kardashian. Yeah. What are the Kardashians? <laughs> was it was it Chloe? It was. Yes. Yes. Good job. Good job. Well, I thought Kim would just be t- t- too obvious. So it's way too obvious. So Chloe's um, definitely was, like the when you most said chill. sisters, that was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. Nice job. Okay, so you you can you can suggest one for me. Okay, anyone um, that you may know. <laughs> anyone that um, you may know, Stephen. Well, like. Let me see. Um, yeah, what's a fun one? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like one that would be really entertaining. Do 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 do. Who, oh, it's like right there. Hold on, I have it. Steven's thinking of a name. I'm thinking of his, a name. His the ears, secret name smoke is coming out of his head. Um, his brain is turning. What is his name? He's so oh my God, what's close he in? to thinking of the name. What's he in? David Attenborough. 
Welcome to my answering machine. I've spared no expense. For the best answering machine anywhere. So please leave a message and you never know what may come because welcome to my answering machine. <laughs> Spare no expense. That was brilliant. Well done. That was the right guy, right? That was great. I don't even know who that is. That's the Jurassic, that's a oh famous director, yeah. David Emborough. He was the... The guy old... who was the guy with the amber? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that was amazing. It's fantastic. <laughs> and you say the one I didn't know. <laughs> oh my God. I think it's amazing that you didn't know who Nathan Lane was, but you know who David Emborough is, which is awesome. I have such it's a great. strange brain I have. <laughs> By the way, that is the, although I know that David Attenborough has a, had a monster career, yeah. really impressive as a director and actor, that's literally the only reference to him that I know. <laughs> so I couldn't give him any other. Didn't he do like Planet Earth or something too? Oh, probably. Pretty I mean, sure. well, look, it's, it's like um, uh, Alec Guinness. The only thing I can think of him as is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. But the man had this incredible lauded career, yeah. but I could never go to a, another role that he had and say, let me pull out this quote. You yeah, know, so. very true. Well, that oh, is Celebrity Answer Machine. That was lots of fun. Thank you for digging in, man. Um, yeah. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's all about Stephen Sharp Jr. And uh, let's find out about um, Stephen Scarves. And, and more. Uh, I'm looking for another S word, but I don't have it. So, Salacious um, Tales. That's right. Oh, from they, Stephen. Right after this. Connect with the show at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. And please, for the love of all that is holy, Subscribe to the show and leave us a damn review and a really, really good rating on iTunes. Pretty please? Thank you. Stephen Sharp Jr. Uh, hello, sir. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Good. Yeah. Hopped up on caffeine. <laughs> you are? Yeah, I'm like shaking. Oh my oh. gosh. No, it's it's great. Well, let's dissect you, shall we? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> all kidding aside. So, Stephen, uh, you are a, a, a professional wardrobe stylist. You are a digital content creator and yeah. more. Yes. Uh, the first question I'd like to ask you is... Clearly, those are both creative things. Mm -hmm. And one could maybe stretch a little bit and argue they're both about storytelling. Yeah. But I'd like to get to the root a little bit and say kind of like, who are you? Meaning, and I know I ask that question often on this show in different ways, but where does the root of that come from? Because are you more wardrobe stylist or are you more digital content creator or are those really sort of sidecars to the main you i think in essence because it's so linked to people and i think that's what the root of it comes to especially with wardrobe styling but also with it's different aspects of it with wardrobe styling you're very much 
attuned to like who this person is and you mm. have to kind of tap into their wavelength to see what will work for them and try to separate your your image of who they are with ah uh, interesting and, yeah you have to essentially pull out this idea of who this person perceives themselves to be mm-hmm. but can't fully either can't fully articulate but can't full can't actually like physically mm-hmm. portray themselves mm-hmm. in like a physical form mm-hmm. but with content creation it's very much about um telling a story that will connect with people um and trying to figure out you know it it can't just be like oh this is pretty but it has to tell some underlying story mm-hmm. of you know even paying attention to cer- certain details or mm-hmm. a different setting or even just like the editing and what the lighting looks like and mm-hmm. even you know if when i'm doing a lot of the content creation i'm usually the subject or something that i'm wearing is the subject but i have to be conscious of what i'm portraying as i'm being photographed if that mm-hmm. makes sense like what my vibe is or where my where my So you do a lot is. of the modeling in that aspect. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Now if I'm looking at, well I am looking at your your website and it does appear that you are the person in all of the pictures no. on your website. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is is other than and I don't mean to diminish this but other than you having images of yourself modeling mm-hmm. or whatever what other types of digital content, if at all, do you create? Yeah, so a lot of it's product based. Um, so, um, you know, companies will hire me to, yes, they want my face in it or just how I portray an object to be, but they also want things that they can use for their social or for their any of their marketing collateral. So, in so most recently, I did a collaboration with um, a a suiting company. So they wanted to see the suit on me, but I also have like a lot of the photos that you don't see are the ones that are like detail shots of mm-hmm. what this fabric is, and um, you know, did the, the different fabrications and getting close ups on all these different things. I did another one with a um, a earphone company, so it was getting the earphones in different different settings of me either wearing them and getting close-ups of them. Um, so it's not all me. But, but within that, so do you do a lot of the photography in that or are you more of the director? Yeah. And you, you get to collaborate and hire other people to come on board? Right. Okay. So a lot, most of the times, especially if it's something that a brand is paying me to do, I will budget for a photographer and mm-hmm. that's how kind of like ropes itself into how I present, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they come to me, how I, you know, counter with, like, hey, like, if you want this done a certain way, like, this is what the fee would be. And then even talking with the brand of, you know, I have to kind of tap into their wavelength and Absolutely. see like what their brand ethos is and what they believe in, what they mm-hmm. care about, um, while also kind of finding little pieces that I can latch on to so that you know like Mm -hmm. you were talking about being authentic and being your true self i if it's something that i can't latch on to it's going to show in the work um yeah and i'm not one i'm not going to be motivated to even do it in the first place but it's going to come across as inauthentic right i love something that you said where 
um, it was almost like you're not you're not wanting to project your view on the person you're especially with wardrobe styling mm-hmm. and I would imagine this is with the other content that you do but kind of getting inside of their psyche going okay how can we do the mm-hmm. the best version of you from yeah. your angle did you have to learn that the hard way on the field <laughs> like I'm curious of of how you learned that because I would imagine starting out in the business, a brand, if I'm not a stylist at all, but for me, if I came on the scene and I was like, okay, I'm going to style you. Great. This is what I want you to wear. That's the first thing I would do. And then now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, that'd be a rookie mistake. I have no expertise in this area at all. So did you learn a lesson that way or did you, it was instinctual? Kind of. I think, I mean, you'll see the, you'll see the results long-term, but there was an instance where um, I was styling someone and I like looked at their face and like, <gasps> as they were putting the, the things on and they were getting dressed and looking at, at themselves in the mirror that they were, it was almost like they were like a cosplay version of themselves or who oh, I projected wow. them to be. And it was just like a sobering moment. And then there was another time where someone actually like gave me a lot of pushback. Mm. They're like, nope, don't want to do that. Don't want to do this. And I'm like, what do you want to do? So you kind of have Valuable to. Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> or you'll get people who are just like, yeah, 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 and they they're like so excited, but then you'll see them, you know, a couple months down the road, and they regress. Mm, On that note, would you rather work with someone who has a strong sense of who they are and being able to execute that, or would you rather work with someone who's malleable? Maybe um, someone who's like really looking for. Any sense of style? Well, is that what you mean? What I mean is, is there's some people that are so sure of who they are and mm-hmm. what they yeah, and they show up and they're like, "All right, here I am. Let's yeah. do this because I'm awesome and I'm I know what I'm doing." And there's other people that are really good at turning themselves into what you need them to be. That is their authentic self. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're, they're good at that. Would you rather work with someone who you know what they are and you're going to work with that or would you rather – but but at the same time, they're, they're going to insist on doing what they know they're good at? Yeah. Or would you rather work with someone that you can mold into what your vision is? Um. Yeah, I would definitely take the more malleable person because someone who comes in, like guns blazing, like – kind of not like aggressive but all right i'm here let's do this thing yeah they're not gonna be open you can thank me later (laughs) but like they're and just from experience like they're not gonna be open to trying new things and that's the whole fun of it is being able to say hey like try this on but also with those people like i'm very much chameleon-esque that mm. if someone is coming to me like super sure of themselves, in order for me to even do my job, I have to get there, and I have. So you to, calibrate to I, them. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to because otherwise they're going to run all over you, mm. and that's not going to be fun. And I don't take too kindly to being run over. <laughs> so yeah. like I've actually been in situations where, I, and it's it's it, 
I don't like to stereotype, but it's usually women. Mm. And they're like, they're like, no, I don't want to wear this. I'm like, just put it on. Yeah. Put it on. Have you seen Queer Eye? <laughs> just they put, they all put on what Tan wants. Just pretend like I'm Tan and put it on. He's my favorite person. I love him so much. He's but like, great. I'm just like, put it on. You don't have to buy it. You don't even have to like it, but put it on just for me. Yes. And like a lot of times, like sure. they'll, they'll put it on either they'll, be like nope super sure not about it and i'll know yep definitely not about it Mm -hmm. or they'll put it on and be like huh i never imagined this would be what i expected it was you never know um yeah and like you never know just give it a try like this is why you're here versus on a body doesn't always so different and that's where the storytelling comes alive when you put it on yeah truly because then it goes oh whoa what what's wait I'm telling a story by what I'm wearing when I stepped out today. Yeah. Interesting. How did you get in uh, into wardrobe styling? What was the first styling that you remember doing that made you go, you know what? I think this is something that I could do professionally. Uh, well, I started out as a visual merchandiser. I was working at Gap um, and a lot of other companies, like just retail things. So a lot of my start came from retail, just working in retail. Um, It wasn't until I'm, well, I saw some private clients. I call them private clients, but I'm like just people who I would just dress, um, not like super regularly. Um, But I kind of, I guess I had a knack for putting things together and seeing how different colors would go together, different patterns. And like I learned and evolved over time, just testing things out. First, I would test them on myself to see if they would work. But also I created this, you know, idea of, you know, what makes a good outfit and really thought a lot about, you know, because I didn't want to in I actually it took me a long time to even call myself a stylist because it, in my brain it sounded very frivolous. And mm. I felt like I had a lot more to offer than just like mm. putting together nice outfits and oh, like wow. pretty things. Um, so it it. it there wasn't like a specific time. It was def- definitely an evolution of, you know, going from, you know, yeah, this is pretty. Let's put uh-huh. it together. But also yeah. looking at structure and looking at um, pattern and and bringing in the human yeah. element really helps a lot where so, you're. So, hmm? no, I'm so sorry. That no, I'm yeah, just fine. if you had to take away the stylist title because. In that moment, it was so it seemed a little two dimensional. Yeah. Like, is there another name that like title that you would give yourself? I just I love thinking I love words in that way. And so I was just curious if there's anything that you've ever thought of. Um, I have actually gone through several iterations where you're like, I'm an image consultant. Yeah. Or it's like I'm I'm just in building images. And then there's um what else did I I like I came up with all these different phrases just to try to avoid the stylist word. Yeah, and then and then you just so, gave it. It just sounded so bland, but mm. you know, it's image builder sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm an image builder. It just like, I pump my, you up. Yes, right. pump you up. Yes, my Hermes toolkit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and here we come. <laughs> One more uh, quick question for you before we uh, wind this up, Stephen. Um, I-, I like to talk about humor. Okay. How do you think about humor, about funny things, about even comedy just in general? How do you think about humor in 
the creativity that you deploy as a wardrobe stylist and similarly as a digital content creator how does humor enter into that how do you think about that even if it's not consciously if you reflect on it how do you think it's involved i think it's just acknowledging the reality of a situation um mm. and not taking it too seriously um especially if it's not a serious thing it's <laughs> i always um i was like i said i've been in visual merchandising so we're doing window displays and it's usually like you're working you're starting work at like midnight and you're not stopping until like 8 a.m and we'd be like going on and on and like droning on and on about different like minute details um which are great i love doing that but <laughs> in the end i'm like no one's gonna die if if that uh if that leaf is is just cascading oh, no. at just <laughs> there's people that will die that one cascading leaf I'm they're upset. gonna pass by these windows and just drop fully dead if, once that happens i will hang up my hat because <laughs> that's insane but i'm like no one's gonna die like chill out it's fine and like, yes i think that's what Bringing some a real like bringing snapping people back to reality, especially in the space I work in, because mm. fashion is such like a very somber and serious thing. And yeah, do, why is that though? I don't know. Why is fashion so somber? I don't because understand. I mean, I'm not saying I understand it, but I, my guess is that I think a lot of it has to do with wanting to be taken seriously. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Does this even matter? So by making it super serious, it matters. That is a good point. Kind of like uh, Wall Street. Yeah. Like Although, everyone is so serious. It's competitive. Mm. And fashion is one of the biggest industries in the country. So in the world. In Probably. the world. Yeah. So it, you know, it's, it's cutthroat too. So, you know, maybe that's why. I don't know. So how do you think humor um, impacts the way that you think about the content that you create? actually a good question i've actually never thought about it um i mean my general ethos is just not taking it too seriously and that no one's gonna die um <laughs> and um yeah i just i i yeah there isn't a ton of humor in <laughs> what i do and that's kind of where i draw it from it's just like don't take it too seriously um and just addressing the reality of things usually like if i'm creating things for like instagram stories of mm -hmm. like acknowledging the fact that yeah like i was paid to do this but it's like isn't this like kind of cool and yeah, like fun. it's like it's cool and Somebody's like all this me to do this oh my god yeah like this is kind of like ridiculous like who would have thought that this is where we'd be and like yeah. i think of this is a job yeah like and being like really reflective and kind of snapping people back to reality and like yeah it's beautiful but like let's let's look past all that but like isn't this really dumb yeah like that's... in a way like it's kind of dumb i was telling i was talking about on a, on a different episode of the show about one of those kind of like influencer um mm -hmm. like machines yeah. kind of like one of those like events where it was just everything was instagrammable and everything it was a house in the hamptons that they rented oh. out and it was a whole backyard and i was just people watching i was like oh was how many followers there? do you have how many followers 
<laughs> I'm over here working with headphones. Like I don't know. I was yeah. just I was doing a thing there. But but yeah, so I love that you there's you have like this levity with it. Yeah. Um I have to because like otherwise it'll drive me insane. Like when yeah. I, it's actually really weird. Like I not weird, but when I first started like taking my Instagram seriously, quote unquote, um I I actually started and I just I remember having a moment where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore mm-hmm. because I didn't see myself in what I was doing. Oh, um, wow. So I fully took myself off of Instagram and just took a step back and really evaluated like what I wanted it to be. Um, I had such it was like a huge conflict. And I even still like I get very like if I go to events, like I need someone to be there, like someone that I know. That makes to, sense. Like, because I get super self-conscious about this whole thing. Mm. Um, it's fun and it's like mm-hmm. really cool. And like from a perspective of being on social media, it's it's nice and it's aspiration. I want people to see it and I want to be able to like be a part of it. But it's also like I don't – this is kind of – it's like – it's very it's still like uncomfortable in certain in certain regards well and it might it could all just disappear exactly like tomorrow so it, it like and how it, crazy is that and that's another thing i think about and like i need to and i'm very fortunate to have like you know have a day job or have like different side hustles and you know be able to consult and do all these different things and like i still have a career but yes. also still get to do all these different things that could just implode multifaceted man yeah and you have yep. to you have to be people i get really worried about people who just do this solely oh, who I have know. nothing very to kind foolish. of yeah very foolish i've wondered about that with social media if there's <laughs> going to be some a lot of people out of work time where people are like enough is enough and then it dies like my space it, it, it's already like happening in a way because if you think about it <clears throat> there's just there's only so much money to go around mm-hmm. and the more and more influencers that there are the less money each of them can make. Mm-hmm. There may be a few big fish out there that are grabbing a big, you know, the Khloe Kardashians of the world. But, yeah. mm. um, and then that, and the second thing is, is the day is over when you're going to be able to, unless you've got, you know, 10 million followers, you, you can't, you know, you can't call up a, um, a resort in Italy anymore and say, Hey, I'd like to come out for a free stay. Right. Well, because yeah. that that gig has been that that um, trick has been pulled already, right? It's, well, it's, it's not. It, I feel like people have already been offered it, those it's, trips. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's it's. It, they see it didn't convert. Yeah. Interesting. So you know. Um, well, I'm coming in at a strong two thousand. So. Why not? That's where <laughs> go. That's, that's right. More than I got. Almost twenty two hundred. Hey. What's that? <laughs> How many do I have on my Instagram now? Elsie? I haven't looked in a while. I Elsie, you got to be under, up to like 47. Under 100, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rock star. You are. Yeah, you, so you speak, are. Speaking of all that, how, how, how can people connect with you, Stephen? Oh, uh, well, obviously through Instagram. Well, what's your handle? Tell oh, us it's more. Stephen Sharp Jr. Stephen with an E, with a V, sorry. <laughs> Steven I with told two you it's this coffee and my brain is like <gasps> Elsie, you're up to forty nine. All right. <laughs> oh <laughs> hey, Steven, all Steven, all Steven, could you follow Elsie the producer and I make it make it fifty? I just wanna I wanna get up to seventy two. <laughs> okay. That's we'll her favorite there. number. It's gonna be a goal for, for twenty twenty. Why not? Yeah, seventy two. Yeah. If I get that then I'll be happy. 
<laughs> Why not? That's good. Why not? Yeah. So uh, I'm sorry. So people yes. can follow you how? Uh, Stephen Sharp Jr. That's Stephen with a V, Sharp yes. with an E at the end, J-R. And Very nice. You can DM me. I will answer. I actually do wow. answer all my DMs. Okay, so slide into the so, DMs. Yeah, so, I'm like people should to, say hi. Just for just for fun and to create engagement. Yes. What question should they ask you, or a comment should they make in a DM that they heard on this podcast that would let you know that it came out here and and you know resulted in a DM to you? Uh, just put nobody died. Period. <laughs> There you go. Nobody, Nobody died. died. <laughs> Nobody died. All right. <laughs> and you, you win. You, you win. You That's win. right. And then I'll know. I'm like, you know, I, I get you. Yeah, yeah you'll be like, hey, you listen oh, yeah. to you saw funny that. people talking. You're in the inner circle. You're in the inner circle. That podcast that was on. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Steven, thank you so much. And congratulations on the success that you've built so far. Thank and good you. luck to you and everything that you keep building going forward. Thank you very much. We'll be right back right after this with a very important part of the show. I'm hungry. End of show food. We'll mm. be right back. Just like Elvis, only completely different. Maybe if Elvis had a radio program and was a monkey, then exactly like Elvis. It's funny people talking. Before we get into end of show food, mm-hmm. uh, it is very important that we do something that we do on every episode of Funny People Talking. Our friend out there, she doesn't know she's our friend, but she will. I think she we're does. Her, we're she her friends. Will be. We are her friends. Yeah, Tina we're her Faye. friends. Tina Fey must come on this show. It is our mission in life. It is the reason we live and breathe. Well, me anyway. It's the only reason anyway. I'm 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 here. That's right. Only reason. The eventual <laughs> Tina Fey. Um, left hand turn around the world. So anyway, we really would like Tina Fey to be on the show. So we appeal to the comedy gods. We pray to them. We do. Uh, if you wish to join us, Stephen, you're welcome to. We're about to commence with the Tina Fey appeal. Okay, Mark, lead right us off. now. Here we go. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. We love you. We Tina. wish you were here with Tina us. Fey. Tina. We just Tina want Tina Fey. you, Tina. To you are to this awesome. 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 We'll you have your favorite snack. Come hither. Yes, come hither. Come hither. Please play. Yeah, the hithering. Yeah. The hithering. So please come. Tina. Join us on Funny People Talking. We love Just you. Please. Goodbye. Best Amen. You didn't know he's a singer. He is. End of show. All right. It is the end of the show. We're all hungry. That means it's time for end of show food. That's right. Uh, This is the time, so you know, Stephen, in which Elsie has scoured the countryside. She has searched online, checked around the world, looked into stores. She's found us something interesting to taste. Could be a snack, could be a food, could be a drink, could be a what. You never know. So what we'll do is hear from Elsie what it is. She'll describe it. Uh, Upon her command, we shall eat it. And then uh, we will rate it. When I say command, I mean she's going to go like three, she's going to like one, two, three. Don't yeah. eat it before she says. <laughs> she's very upset. And then uh, and then uh, we'll rate it on a scale of chickens. The number of chickens is entirely up to you. 
So it could be 36 out of 50 chickens, for example. Okay. Or it could All be right. like two out of two chickens if it's a perfect score. That's right. It could so, be whatever you want. There you go. So with that in mind, Elsie, what have you brung for us today? Elsie Slater. I have. Whoa. Uh-oh. Oh. Lay's Flamin' Hot Dill Pickle Remix. Oh, right up oh. your alley, Dill Pickle? Day. Yeah. No, I'll eat Flamin' Hot. It's okay. I love some spicy. So, so this is... Wait, Ooh. wait, don't open it yet. Wait, wait. Is this American or Australian? This is American. Oh, it has to be American. Oh, okay. Look at that packaging. We've had some Australian <laughs> snacks as of late. <gasps> really? Sorry, delicious. Look at okay, so it's pink it's a, on it's the a, outside, which a, is a weird color. Yeah, smelling. it's a bag of Lay's potato chips. But it's I always and, get to uh, smell it first. Wow, and it is kind dill of dill. It's weird because okay. it's dill and spice, but then it's a pink bag. <laughs> dill and spice doesn't that sound like a morning oh show. Hi, I'm Dill. Hi, I'm Spice. Yeah, we're Dill and Spice. It's uh, seven o'clock Thank on you. the TikTok. And we're here wow. coming they from look a pink spicy. bag. I'm going to smell you. this. They look spicy. Ooh. They're, they're, they're reddish. Oh, they I smell of... spicy. Ooh. I do good. like dill tickle pickles. in the nasal area. All right. Okay. okay. Yeah. One, two, three, go. Okay. They're tasty. Mm. Oh, they're spicy. Oh, there's the spice. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Mm. Now, Danielle, oh, that is very spicy. Danielle does not care for spicy foods. How's yeah, it, how's I don't. it doing for you? Mm. It all goes back to a five-year-old childhood memory. Oh, really? Does it really? Yes. <laughs> what happened? Um. Oh God, I'm going back there now. Are you okay? Can you share? I'm okay. Oh no, no, I mean like the spice is bringing me there. Uh-huh. Um. I. Oh. Uh, uh, it's hot. <laughs> Um, they are kind of spicy, I have to say. They have a little kick. They Ooh. deliver. Yeah. In Puerto Rican. But it doesn't give me it all goes that away. spice. Mm. Uh, it doesn't linger too long, I don't think. Um, right now, Stephen can't tell the difference between this and overnight oats. It's true. It's, it's so He's going to crunch it into his oats. Um, I, I was five, and I was traveling through the Southwest with my mom and dad, and we'd stopped mm. somewhere in New Mexico at a hotel no maybe it was like oklahoma city area i don't know there was a big storm and then the next day we went to this tiny little general store and there were like clay pots and navajo blankets and everything was beautiful and wonderful and there's a large barrel of what i thought was popcorn and i said mom is this popcorn this looks good and she absentmindedly walking around the corner of the store was like, yeah, hon, mm-hmm, don't touch anything. And I was like, okay. And I went in and I pulled out some of the quote unquote popcorn Oh no! from this barrel. Were these like dried peppers uh-huh. or something? <gasps> they were dried pepper, but it looked like crunchy. Like, you know, oh, look how pop- yes. when popcorn pops up, oh, it was a dried pepper. No. And of course she told me not to touch anything. But I was like, this is my, like it was a giant barrel that was open. And like as a child, you're like, this is just popcorn. I'm going to have some. Yeah. And so I put one in my mouth and I was like screaming, crying so hard. And I remember this one old woman came up and sat next to me on the bench because water wasn't helping. Like nothing was helping. Right. And she had these little lifesavers, like like the um, like a tiny pack of them, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Sugar is gonna help, sweetie." And I was like, "No!" <laughs> and I like took 
a lifesaver and I started sucking on it and the sugar made it subside. It helped. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I really, truly, I was like, that was way too much spice for me at that age to handle. So you get little flashbacks, basically. Uh-huh. But you know what? I survived these dill chips. They were good. Like Thanks so, for letting me. That was like therapy, everyone. Thank so you so much. So what? how would you rate them, Danielle? Um, I, I have an issue with them. Okay. I did not get dill. I did. I did. Oh, I got it right off the bat. Right at the I, end. You guys, do you know what? I'm guessing that my spicy tongue thing <laughs> overpowered. <laughs> so many stories. Can come with that. The, so many stories. Overpowered the dill thing. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Uh, uh, I'm just going to... Lays. I don't know, man. Um, I'm going to go like 48 out of 107. The labor she put into that decision. Wow. That's it. That's it. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Steven. Yes. Your rating, sir. Yeah, what do you think? I rather enjoyed this experience. I got the deal at the end, Mm -hmm. but... The spice was very, it was nice, consistent spice. Yes. And it wasn't too overpowering for me. So I'll give it 47 out of 55. Wow. Chickens. Very nice. Oh, very nice. 47 out of 55. Yes, these are just arbitrary numbers. But yes, the the, the sentiment stays the same. <laughs> I'm going to give it 78 out of 92. Uh, my okay, small demerits is... Um, I thought the right amount of spiciness mm. got my attention, yeah. but didn't hurt me. I didn't did. Hurt. I did catch the dill, so that was nice. What's the dill with when, that? When did you? Uh, when did you taste <laughs> the dill? Immediately. Steve, Steven said at the end. Well, I tasted it immediately, right. and um, and the the deductions really are. I. What what what's it called again? Flaming Hot Dill Pickle Remix. The only thing I can say is, is I just, like, I would eat more now, but I'll never buy them. Yeah, it's I sad. I think that's what it is, is I Novelty. just, they're not a rebuy for me. Mm. So I, I did it. Okay. Don't want to live there. <laughs> All right. I'll see. I'll what, see. out of 72? Yeah, I would say like 65 out of 72. Okay. And demerits But for? for me, the dill hit right away. And it was very dill. Mm-hmm. Um, the spice, same as you guys. I liked it. It was good. It wasn't burning. It was flavorful. I don't go for, like, just the sake of burning spice thing. I want flavor. Um, the thing that was the demerit is that I wouldn't eat a ton of them, which maybe that's a good thing. But <laughs> but it's not something that I'm like, rah, 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 I'll, you know, mm-hmm. I'd have a few and be like, that was good. Yeah. It, that bag would last me a while. Is what yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So then maybe good. the grazing is a good thing. Yeah, it's good That's for right. grazing. It's, it's good, good for right. grazing. I found nothing actually wrong with them. Yeah. It's just not something that I would scarf down. Look, you got to reserve the perfect scores for the perfect snack. For the perfect. So, yeah. We've and we've had them. We've had them for sure. Yeah. Well, Elsie, but I thank- give it a hundred out of a hundred for therapy for me. So. Yeah. There you go. Fantastic. Okay. Elsie, thank you very much. Thank you, Elsie. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, that is it, everybody, for this lovely episode of Funny People Talking. A big, big thanks to our friend Stephen Sharp Jr. Snaps. Uh, thank, thank you very you. much, sir, for joining us. It was really nice to meet you. Um, and thank you all for listening. You know how much we love you. We love yeah, you. Yeah, we thank you and, that um, uh, you're still here and you're still listening. Really, yeah, we appreciate it. And yeah, we will, thank you. We made it all the way all the way to the end. 
Yeah. How about that, huh? And uh, you get a 88 out of 88 chickens for staying to the end. You do. Yes. You. That's right. Uh, anyway, we will see you next week for a brand new show, brand new guests, and lots of more laughs, I do hope. Uh, until then, what was the funny look there, Elsie? Lots of more. Lots of more laughs. What do you care? No one's listening With anymore. Lots of more lots laughs. Of more. All right. I, I am. I'm going to be working on lots of mores. Okay. So the yeah. mores well, are going to down it from is, the hills. It is pun pun day. We'll have a lot of them. Pun day. That's right. Okay. Anyway, next week. Yeah. More show. Got it. More guests. Yeah. More fun. Correct. More food. And I come in peace. Lots That's more. right. <laughs> uh, until then, for Elsie. Thank you. And Danielle. Good night. <laughs> Pass the peace, peas. I'm Mark Rako. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye and stay funny. Because monkey business is an American tradition. This has been Funny People Talking. Copyright 2019. No portion of the content may be reproduced or published without the strict written permission of the producers. Connect with our show at at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. I'm your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. Connect.